You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Yes, and Bing is for doing, and we are doing a special segment here the following After Buzz show with Nando. How Hello. you doing? How you doing? And I'm myself, fine. Joe Braswell. And on the line, I am so excited to so have excited. the the lovely Valerie Curry. Hello, Valerie. Hi. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I know our other two co-hosters are going to be really, really jealous, especially Joe Sanfilippo, but uh, that's that's the way it, that's the way it works out. So you, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. So you play the the uh, mysterious, manipulative, and uh, very sexy. I said it, very sexy, uh, oh, <laughs> Emma Emma Hill, um, and we're lovely. We're glad to have you on the program. Oh yeah, absolutely. So excited. So excited. So uh, hey, uh, so Valerie, so. What's it been like so far this past month for you? I mean, uh, you know, I, th- I think it, the show's been great, and uh, we have lots of fans that have been talking about it. But what's it been? What's been your experience this month? Um, it's it's been surprising, um, and you know, people are terrified of me, which is kind of a new experience for me. <laughs> really? <Wow. laughs> Went into my my local coffee shop a couple of weeks ago. I think three episodes had aired, and a woman actually started screaming and. <laughs> grabbing her husband and then after she got over her shock she talked about the show and loving the show but it's um that, yeah that's that's a new that's a new one for me wait wow. a minute she started screaming like screaming like it's her afraid like oh my god oh my god grabbing her <laughs> husband like I, I i have a hard time with the fact that people seem to think I'm going to stab them yes <laughs> well you I'm not. I'm not. So now all of your listeners know I'm not going to stab you. And shooting in New York, I'm sure um, you, you have a lot of interactions going around there, too, right? Um, yeah. Although, you know, it's New York, so people kind of keep themselves. They're, they're doing their own thing. Okay. Um, I was in L.A. a couple weeks ago, which is really kind of home for me. And um, people seem to, you know, be more aware or uh, interact a little more or want to talk about the show more there. Okay, cool. Right. So, you know, people may know you from way back from Veronica Mars and and and, and mm-hmm. a bit from the Twilight, uh, from from Twilight. But this is you know a giant big network show. And and, and t- talk to me a little bit about how this came about and this uh, this audition process. I mean, I think I read somewhere that you were sort of given all of you were given these sort of blind sides and didn't know exactly what part you were reading for for which follower. And mm-hmm. am I making that up or did that happen? Um, no, sort of along those lines. Um, I, I had I had been in for the the casting directors and um, and essentially Kevin Williamson before for a few characters for um, the Vampire Diaries that you know right. hadn't hadn't um, ended up working out and I got the script during pilot season and I knew what character I was looking for and I was looking for Denise and I was very you know I was sort of confused because I'm reading the script and mm-hmm. you know she had like a line and right. and I keep sort of flipping pages looking for her and then I got to the end with the big twist. And I loved it. Right. And when I went in, um, I was given dummy scenes, essentially, um, 
with with the guys, with Jacob and Paul, um, dealing with Joey, and they were pretty open scenes. They sort of established the way that she asserts power over the guys, yep. um, but I had a lot of freedom to create a character within that, and uh, it was it was just so much fun. Um, yeah, I immediately fell in love with this with this character, and um, yeah, and it was great, and it was. Yeah, it worked out. No, it's, it's it's a great, great character. It's funny you mentioned that because it's a great character in that. And and it seemed difficult because you have to initially be this really sweet, you know, loving, uh, you, know, uh, you know, nanny slash babysitter. And then you, we turn, mm-hmm. you, we see that you're actually this very ruthless killer. And then, and then within that circle of the followers, you are this sort of manipulative power broker, you know? <laughs> and so that's, that's a lot, yeah, that's a long she, range. Whatever she needs to be in any situation. Yeah. And that's the thing about her that's funny. It's like, there's, not the the true face of Emma and the facade. It's all true, you know. She she is whatever she needs to be. Right now, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, well, I have to ask. I mean, when you when you first knew you were going to be doing um, a show with Kevin Bacon, did you already know your Bacon number, or or were you really psyched for that? Or, or uh, oh boy, not, <laughs> I, not the Bacon number. I gotta ask. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone knows. I, I, I don't think I knew what my number was before the show. Um, well, now it's before one before this. Um, but but Kevin Bacon and James Truefoy were the two actors that were cast before me. I think it was actually the third actor cast. Really? Wow. Um, yeah, and I was just. I mean psyched beyond belief it's just a dream come true i mean kevin is a legend and just so fantastic and i was a huge fan of this from was it was a dream come true oh wow yeah. yeah now uh as far as your character i mean you get to do some pretty uh well i, I would say scary things i mean are, are, is this something uh something as as uh valerie that uh you're you are comfortable with yourself or are you, i guess does emma scare you as well i guess is my question no, no, Emma doesn't scare me. Um, I I mean, when I have to sort of film those violent scenes, it doesn't bother me as an actor because, you know, the blood smells like Hershey syrup and I'm holding the trash <laughs> the knife and it's kind of silly and we're all laughing. Um, but Emma doesn't scare me as a character because, you know, my heart breaks for her because, um, you know, I know why she does everything. And, it's that uh, stupid mom. It's always about love and it's not always easy as we saw in the last episode. Yeah. Um, the things that Joe asks her to do. Um so, no, Emma doesn't scare me. Sometimes I get very sort of sad or offended when people talk about what a monster she is oh. because, you know, I really don't see her that way at all. You got to defend um, her. <laughs> but she does commit some monstrosities, I can't lie. Sure. I can't make excuses for her. And she had such a mean mom. What about that, that Chardonnay swirling yeah, mom Yeah, nobody was sad when she died, right? <laughs> we all called it. We nobody all called was that it. Upset. Oh, she my was God. Obnoxious. She was on the wrong show. She should have been on, like, Real Housewives show or something. <laughs> <She> <laughs> exactly. So what, what's, we're all curious about the, the, the mood of the set because, you know, we don't, we, don't really, we don't know Kevin and we don't we know anything about Kevin, but we do know that we watch the show and it scares the crap out of us. So we, you know, we jump. We, we do. So is it, is it the mood? Is it sort of a sort of a darker, you know, calm, you know, uh, a very intense mood on the set? Or is it light and playful? Or is it somewhere in between? Is it very from scene to scene? Well, what's it like? Well, I, I guess it varies. Um, you know, we we have a lot in every episode that we have to get done. As you can see, you know, we have 15 episodes and there's it's action-packed. So we're constantly moving. The, the momentum is definitely there on set. So um, we don't get to play, I think, as play around as much as people do on some shows, but at the same time, you know, we're all friends 
and we have a great time. Um, me and the guys had a great time together when we were at the farmhouse. Oh, I'm sure, oh. especially um, that shower scene. I'm oh. sure, yeah. <laughs> great time. Oh, no. I, oh, that was that was actually no fun at all. I was freezing <laughs> cold, covered in mud. <laughs> right, the mud. And, well, can, let, yeah, that, that, that was not so much fun. Well, let me, let's touch on that for a second because, you know, this is, you know, this is 9 o'clock. This is Fox, and Fox is, is edgy and none of me edgy and a, a, a right, sister right. or a parent of FX, which is, which is edgy. But this is still prime time, 9 o'clock. And, you know, people talk a lot about the following pushing the envelope on the violence part, but you guys have really pushed the envelope on the sex and sexuality part as well in, in some really cool groundbreaking ways with this very interesting sort of, uh, I don't, you know. Triangle. I, I, well, yeah, the love triangle. And we, mm-hmm. we saw some, you know, we, we saw the three of you in bed together. We had three of you in a shower together, you know, uh, 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 some, some stuff. What, what's that been like? I mean, have you, been, have, you, have you had any, did you have any reservations when you read that stuff, when you read that you'd be in this sort of gay, straight, bi, serial killing threesome? Did you hit pause at all? What, what was like that for you when you found out? Uh, I mean, I didn't have any reservation about um, about any of the content because it's it's so humanizing and it's so it, I mean, it's really kind of the most human aspect of these characters that you see right. at that point. Um, it's so vulnerable. It's so genuine. Um, and I love that there's never been anything like it on network television. I agree. Uh, some, some of our funnier moments are, are definitely trying to navigate how to shoot those scenes for network television. <laughs> uh, we've had the conversations about a, about how apparently, you know, you can't grind on network TV. <laughs> right. You can't imply a threesome before 10 o'clock. <laughs> 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 um, it's, it's very delicate. It's a delicate area. Sure. Um, but but not at all, no reservations about that. Sure. So, uh, you know, as far as as far as that threesome's concerned, I guess uh, we've seen a lot, especially last week's episode, which was so good, and uh, and and just seen how the relationships sh- shifted. I mean, before I mean, when we were starting, it was really just you and Jacob, and and there was a little bit of a, of a control thing between you and Paul, and now you're mm-hmm. all together. And and so explain a little bit about that. Like, what's going on with with those three characters right now in this triangle? Uh, well, now the you know the trio has sort of um, broken. Yeah, uh, busted uh, up since, since Emma left them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the end of the fall in episode six, um, Emma gets a call from Roderick, and uh, she ends up leaving with Joey without telling the guys. Yeah. And as far as she's concerned, she's leaving them to almost certain death. Right. And um, you know, Paul played by Aiden gets a get stabbed really brutally by Ryan Hardy. They end up escaping, however. Um, So the guys are off on their own, and she's on her own trying to regroup with the rest of Joe's followers, with Joey. And uh, she's in a really um, emotionally vulnerable place because she finally opened up to these guys, and um, then for the first time, her loyalty was really tested for Joe, and she had to choose between him and Jacob, and, you know, she went with Joe. So... It's it's a tough road ahead for her. Well, that answers my question because I I, I was really we were you know we, we were wondering how far ahead on this we talk about this chessboard the Joe Hardy chessboard and 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 how much Emma knew. Um, it seems like you know uh, she knew. Yeah, obviously there, there's a certain plan to a certain point, but at, she didn't know that she was going to leave Paul. Uh, or Jacob at all? She she when when she got that call from Roderick, it was actually that stuff. She had to make that choice then and there, or did she know all along that this is what, how it was going to go down? Every everyone knows 
all along that they may be asked to sacrifice either someone they love, each other, or themselves for right. Joe. That's well, just sort of part of the deal. Um, well, Maggie but no, wasn't happy about that. She didn't know until that. that moment, until that phone call, that that, that was um, the plan. Okay. Yeah. And she really didn't have any other choice. Right. Interesting. Fascinating. This is such a fascinating. And it was character. totally heartbreaking for her, which you know, hopefully, hopefully came across. Well, you could see you could see that on both sides. You could see it was heartbreaking for her, and you could see uh, Jacob just totally lost. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, I know you can't really talk too much about you know what's coming up, and I will. I, we, we're going to we're going to ask you some questions and see if you give us any information a little later. However, but I do, <laughs> but I do, do want to know. I do. I'm curious about you know these shows, um, these the, the sort of serialized shows that are top secret from week to week to. Week. Week. You know, we know that, you know, there's a lot of spoilers and we, people worry about things being spoiled. How often, I mean, how far ahead do you get the scripts? How, how often do, do you know? I mean, obviously you're, you're ahead now. I'm assuming you've shot, I don't know what episode you're in now, but how, you know, when do you know? Because then other shows like Homeland, they, they find things out like, you know, almost immediately, like, you know, it's almost you know, days before they're shooting and weeks before they're shooting. Do you, do you know where, where your character is going uh, in a, in a, a way ahead of time? Or are you, are you surprised, surprised as we are? I have no idea until I get the script, which um, sometimes is not until the night before we start shooting the episode. Right. And, and yeah, it's, it's always last minute, you know, that people find out even, you know, whether they're going to live or whether oh, they're going to die. And, you know, getting every script with bated breath and flipping through the pages and hoping that I don't die that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't die. Um, but, uh, but, no, it's it's um, it's a roller coaster ride for me that way as well. And so um it's I I'm kind of flying by the feet of my pants too. <laughs> and you're you have a few more weeks of production, right? You're still uh what what episode are you guys shooting up to now? Uh we're shooting fourteen right now mm-hmm. and um and then fifteen is the finale. Oh wow. Wow. So yeah. Sadie. Yeah. So it's crazy. Have you have you have you gotten the finale script yet? Nope, nope, no okay. idea. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So, I'm sure it's the leading to some... for me, okay? Okay. Well, so I'll ask some general questions here. I mean, this is, this is where we get to the part of the program where we try to, like, get you to tell us what's going to happen. Okay, this is where we're going to fish. And we like to here. warn you beforehand. It's a fishing so, expedition. It's a sh- yeah, we want to warn you beforehand and just get y'all prepped up for it. But, so. but first, this is in a general question that, you know, we've, we've seen the first half. We've seen we're, we're rolling out these followers sort of, you know, slowly. We, we start with you and, 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 and then and the guys, and we see Jordy, but now they, you know, they seem they started with these sort of a college age looking, you know, very very sweet normal kids, and now we've we've we transitioned into this sort of paramilitary group, you know, like like this is the military style followers. I mean, are we going to see a shift in in the way? Um, you know, Hart, you know uh, Joe Joe Hardy is. I'm sorry, Joe Hardy. Joe Joe, Joe Carroll is executing his his plan because at first it was this sort of like you know puzzle like um, uh, marionette you know puppet master thing, and now we're moving into a what feels like a military operation. Is that is that am, I, am I reading in too much to that? No, you're you're a hundred percent correct. Um, you are about to see the whole universe of the cult. Um, expand or it's not expanding but sort of your view of it and even you know emma's view of it you know she's been very sort of sheltered had a very specific job to do for the last few years she's not even aware of how big everything is right um and you've already started to see these sort of paramilitary as you put it very accurately um type people um there's there's more of those there's there are all kinds it's not all the sweet-faced college kids or you know the weak-minded security guards right um it's a big world and it's all kinds and um 
everybody is vying for position and status within it. And um, Emma's going to have to find her place within that. Yeah. Now, now it's, it seemed a couple episodes ago, I mean, I mean, I think we were pretty much calling you the lieutenant. You seem to be the one in control. Uh, mm-hmm. with with the plan and and seeing last week obviously seeing these new characters you have to report to Roderick and you're you're seeing people that you've never seen before and mm-hmm. and just seeing your loyalty to Joe and your willingness to um to separate from your two closest allies how much more i mean we're going to expect Emma to be tested that much more with Joe is is there going to be a, what kind of conflict is she going to be going through um it's i mean it's really only the beginning in terms of uh Emma's devotion being tested and you really only sort of glimpsed uh, the tip of the iceberg in terms of her vulnerability Um, in upcoming episodes, even more of her depth and the dimension to her character is going to be exposed through her interaction with the other characters, the other cult members um, through that testing of her devotion. Um, Yeah, that's, it's, like I said, it's a, it's a long, hard road ahead for her and this is just the beginning and she doesn't have her allies anymore. She's kind of on her own. And then last thing I last thing I have is we you know we, we saw a little bit of Agent Parker, you know, get get a little bit appear to get a little bit under Emma's skin and and, and and really strike a nerve or two in those two conversations, especially in that last conversation from last week where Emma calls Agent Parker back to sort of like, I'll handle this and then it seems Parker right. turned the table <laughs> and then Parker turned the tables on her. I mean is is we were wondering in the room, is she really getting under Emma's skin or is this, or, or, or was it, you know, is she really getting to him? And will we see more of that interaction? Um, she, she does. It's, it's almost as if, um, Parker doesn't have to get under Emma's skin. Emma calls her and uses the truth about her. She's, she's telling the truth, um, to try and distract her and delay her. But in talking, to Parker, she starts to just sort of unravel. Right. I mean, Parker doesn't have to try that hard in that conversation, um, which I think speaks to the level of stress that Emma is under and the fact that this sort of strong stone wall of a woman that we've seen for the last few episodes um, is covering for somebody who's really just holding all the pieces together all the time right. and holding on really tightly. Um and that there are a lot of fractures there, and um, and yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see more, like I said, of that vulnerability of all of those cracks and breaks in that facade, and um, and what's behind that strength. Right, great. Well, we're looking forward wow. to that. Oh, and one last quick question: uh, Who is the follower in the FBI? Is it, is it Mike? Is it Weston or is it uh, is, is it Weston or Parker? Which one's the follower? <laughs> oh, you know, it's Kevin Bacon, of course. Oh, okay, that's right. Oh, <laughs> Bacon's the follower. <laughs> it's, it's one I'm of kidding. Them. I'm kidding. <laughs> if there was somebody in the cast that you would want to be a follower for, who would it be? Uh oh. Oh God! Somebody in the cast. I, well, it, it needs to be in the cast. I think I'm already Kevin Williamson's follower. Right. Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> that's a good. That's, that's a, a good answer. Good answer. Yeah, that's a done deal. That keeps you good alive answer. a little while longer when you when you say those kinds of answers. By the way, I think. Well, listen. I I, I, I thank you. You know, so much for 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 joining us here and 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 and, and spending this time with us. Uh, like I said, you know, we're we're I'm very pleased to have you here. Oh, yeah. And I and, and Joe and Teresa are also very jealous. But you know, Joe and I spent a lot of time talking about uh Natalie, our love for Natalie Z. But we want to point out that our first love, my. 
first love? Well, my first love too. Oh, okay. Was, was, so there will be a fight. That will be a little bit of a fight. <laughs> was you, Valerie? So thank you. It means a lot. Oh, to I stay okay, notably quiet in podcasts when they talk that. about when they talk about Natalie Z. I stay notably quiet because well, I'm, 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 I will uh, never guys talk fight. about Natalie Z again. She's, it's all she's Valerie. Tough to compete with. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you so much. Is there anything else coming up? Anything else you want to um, talk about or or, um, or plug or or anything? Um. No, I mean, you know, in terms of the show, I think I think you can see it's just ramping up more and more from one episode to the next. Never get too attached to anybody. Never think you know what um what to expect. Great, Gwen. Did you, did you, can we find you on Twitter? Are you, you're you're a Twitter person. Do you tweet? I am on the Twitter. I'm on the Twitter. I am at Valerie underscore Curry. Valerie underscore Curry. So so you yeah, know, the underscore is important. Somebody, underscore is incur- important. Okay. Well, we will we will tweet that out, and we'll definitely link to all of our our our, our, our Twitter accounts, mm. and and have all of our followers link to you as well. All of our followers. I said that. That happened. Yes. Right. All of our. Fo- <laughs> I know. We keep catching ourselves when we use that word in, in real English. It's a lot of, yeah, it's yeah. A lot of a lot of followers. We that thing. Yeah. And thanks so much for, I, I, I mean, you told us before you, you actually listened to a couple of our episodes, so thanks a lot. Uh, feel free to oh, tell yeah, us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the people were uh, talking about it on set. The, the, a couple of crew members were listening to it. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, you guys have great insight. Just feel free to let us know whenever we're right on something. Yes. It's just a private text or something. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when you're right. wrong, too, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and, and, and then, obviously, when you're in Los Angeles, we'd love to have you in the studio. So, yes. So, it, so when you Joe production. can drool, drool over you. I promise all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. She was great. She's awesome. No, isn't she great? Yeah, she, she was, was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. So, um, so thank you. So that was now. That was not. Was not. No, that was, that was Valerie, <laughs> Valerie Curry. You said you'd never mention her again. <laughs> I never would mention her again. Yes. Um, <laughs> she, oh, she's still on. Awesome. Oh, you're still here. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, great. And I'm here. Oh, great. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, let's uh, plug iTunes. Real yeah. Quick. So you know you can check us out. Uh, please, thank you so much for making us the number two most downloaded show on. Uh, number three now. Number three in the most downloaded show we on vary, After Buzz. Man. We vary, but we're up there. We're, we're up the top there. between one and three. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're top of 60 shows, but we have a, a one. If you're a listener, or a lover of television, After Buzz has over 60 shows you can check out and you can download them all on iTunes and our website. But please, you know, listen to us on iTunes, download, comment. We love fives. You can give us a five. Tell Feel, us what you think. Tell us what you've you think. You've been very, very vocal and, and very wonderful, and we appreciate all the love Feedback. and the fives and all the comments you've given us. And please. Please continue. And also follow us on uh, Following Buzz, at Following Buzz. At Following Buzz. Yes. Um, and then uh, again, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm at Joe K. Braswell. And I'm at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. Yes, and we will see you very, very soon. Thanks for listening. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 